Last week of Give Up, and we are talking about giving thanks. My goal today is to literally quicken and change the direction of your thanks. Why you give thanks, what you give thanks for, so that this week when we sit around together as a family, that we give thanks the right direction. And of all the things there are to be thankful for, there's really not many things that I can think of that are better than food. <laughs> I mean, when you just think about what's going to happen this Thursday, right? Just food. You're going to wake up, it's going to be really warm in your house. I, I've been starting to sleep with my socks on. Um, that makes sleep a little more warm. That's a free tip um, for you guys. Usually I'm a no sock sleeper. I've added the socks, and it helps. So I wake up, and I'm really warm. And this Thursday, I'm going to wake up, it's going to be really warm. And then I, my, my dinner is going to be at my in-law's house, so this is going to be imaginary for, you, for me, but for some of you, you're going to wake up and you're going to have this, this scent flowing through the house of sweet, sweet goodness. And when you're a kid, you don't really understand Thanksgiving food well enough because you don't really care about food the way you should. <laughs> when you get older and you realize that you can't eat it all, <laughs> and you're like, I can't eat that anymore. I have to watch what I eat. I have to da 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 So like, some of us are going to wake up and there's going to be the smell in the house. And it's going to be some beautiful combination of yams and marshmallows. Who invented that? <laughs> that, that is glorious. That is one of the most, I mean, just, a, oh, just, just, who needs yams with marshmallows on top of it? I do. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know if that's going to be there, but there's been years where that's there. And those are my favorite Thanksgivings. When there's yams and marshmallows together, and the marshmallows are lightly brown on the top. No? <laughs> Just food? There's always a reason to be thankful. You see... In our culture, we have a lot of things going on at different times and different seasons. And we can very easily slip into a moment where we are not only ungrateful people, but where we are mad at life, where we are angry, and we lose sight of what we're supposed to be thankful for. Because if you really, really, really look, you're going to find that there's things in your life, regardless of what's going on, that you should be thankful for. There's always a reason to be thankful for, even in the most horrible circumstances. And what can happen is we can have something horrible happen. We can have life not go the way we want. We cannot have the stuff or the circumstances that we hoped for. And what that can do is that can eclipse thanks. 
And instead of being thankful people, we're just completely mesmerized by the mess. We're just mesmerized by the mess. Two weeks ago, there was a, a man on the Today Show having a conversation with uh, Mark, uh, Matt Lauer, and he was standing at his home in Illinois on the street where his home used to be in front of just a pile of wood because his house had gotten completely destroyed by a tornado. And this man was a man's man. And what I mean by that is he's, this guy is not a crier. Like he just, you could just tell this guy does not cry. And he stood there in front of what used to be his house and Matt asked him, what, um, what, what did you do when you knew that you know, the tornado was coming towards your house. Did you get a chance to go in there and get anything? And the man said, you know, I, I got to go in there. I got to go in and I got my pictures because, you know, my pictures. I, I, all the other stuff we can replace, but the pictures can't replace. So he got in there and, and Matt Lauer said, so what now? And this man just lip quivering, just total destruction in their neighborhood, in their town. He, he just said, I don't know, I, I don't know, we're just going to have to start picking up the pieces. And then you just saw him kind of get a little brightness on his face. And he had a hat on, and his hat was for the local football team, the local high school football team. And that weekend they were going into another round of the playoffs, and the team was undefeated. And he said, you know, we just got that right now, and that's going to rally us, and we're all excited regardless of what's going on to go and be a part of that. And be a part of what is happening in our town through this football team that's really, really good. And he, through the mess, found something to be thankful for. There is always something. There is always a reason to be thankful. All the time. You see, your entire life, there is going to be circumstances and stuff that are not good that are not planned, that are not embraced. And what we're going to get tricked into thinking is that when those things happen, we're not supposed to be thankful anymore. And what I want to just remind us of today is that even in great tragedy that we are supposed to be, and there, there is something, some reason, out there to have a heart of gratitude. And you get to decide if you're going to recognize it or you're going to let it get stolen away from you by the circumstances of life. This week in our communities, we had another great set of tragedies dealing with teen suicide. And it is horrible, it's horrific. It's so sad, it's so heartbreaking, it's mesmerizing. It brings up all kinds of questions. Why, why, why? And we could easily think that because of these circumstances, that there's nothing to be thankful for. And I want to recognize how challenging it is, because it is, and I want to just embrace the community with the struggle. And I want the community to know that, that they can cry out and they can struggle and they can be frustrated and they can ask questions. But what I don't want to let happen is I don't want to let any type of tragedy 
or any set of circumstances steal from thanksgiving. Because regardless of what happens, there's always something to be thankful for. There's always a reason to be thankful. And those of us that call ourselves Christ followers have the privilege of looking through a different lens and seeing the beauty that God has done even in the midst of great tragedy. There's no one who knew this better than Abraham Lincoln. And Abraham Lincoln was the man who, in 1863, declared that the last Thursday of every November, the entire nation would stop and give thanks. And up to this point, different states and different government pieces would take days of thanksgiving. But 15 years before Abraham Lincoln became uh, president of the United States, there was a woman who wrote letters to the presidents that were in office before Abraham, and she published a magazine. And in that magazine and in letters to presidents and to President Lincoln, she continually pleaded for leadership to declare that one day out of the year would be set aside for Thanksgiving. And this woman's name was Sarah Hale. Sarah Hale is responsible for Abraham Lincoln declaring a national day of Thanksgiving. And in 1863, around September of 1863, in the middle of the greatest war that this land, this nation has ever experienced, Abraham Lincoln received a letter from Sarah Hale and it quickened him. In the middle of the Civil War, after some of the greatest, most bloody battles that had ever been fought, Abraham Lincoln declared that we would as a nation, regardless of circumstances, we would together give thanks. And if there was ever a time, ever a moment where Thanksgiving seemed out of place, it was in September of 1863. Where we would go, there's just no reason. It's just too hard. Things are just too bad. The circumstances are just too intense. Life is just not okay right now. In the Civil War, 750,000 people died, over a million casualties. And Abraham Lincoln, through Sarah Hale, moved and said, you know what we're going to do regardless of this? We are going to give thanks. And that's my question. Are you going to give thanks? Are you going to truly see that there's always a reason to be thankful? Are you going to let the circumstances, are you going to let the stuff get in the way? The thing about Abraham Lincoln that's beautiful is this man loved God. He was a follower of Christ. And he knew something that we need to know. Not just that we're supposed to give thanks, but that it's more than that. That it's a command. Paul, in a letter to a group of followers of Christ in Asia during the first century, he wrote this. Give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. 
That means no matter what's going on around you, no matter what the trouble is, no matter what stuff you have or you don't have, you should give thanks. And he goes on and he backs it up and he says, this is God's will. He's saying, you're supposed to find a reason and to constantly remember it and be thankful. You see, there is always a reason to be thankful. And my challenge for you guys today is to find it. And what I want you to think of right now, I just want to do this with you. I want you to think of what you're thankful for. When you think about Thanksgiving, what are you thankful for? What comes to mind? What is it? What pops into the forefront of your mind? Just right now, just while we're in church, just before we all sit down or we all take a day off or we all hang out with friends and family, what is it that you're thankful for? Is there something bright and just pop into the front of your mind? Like, do you know what it is? Is it a challenge? What's in your mind? What are you thankful for? My family used to do this before we have uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Go around the table and say, what are we thankful for? Isn't it a healthy thing to just sit and go, what is it? What, what do I have a heart of gratitude for? And here's what I want you to do. I, I want to help us this Thanksgiving to find the best reason to be thankful. Because if you're like me, typically... I give thanks for two different things. I give thanks for circumstances that go well or that don't go as bad as they should have or stuff. For example, if I'm driving down the street and I get into a fender bender and nothing bad happens, it's like, oh, I'm thankful nothing bad worse than just a fender bender happened. So I get thankful for that. When something good happens in my life, circumstances come along, I, I'm thankful for those circumstances. When I get something new or I have stuff and things that I've wanted, I just, oh, I'm so glad I got it. I'm so thankful for that. I remember when I got my first car around Thanksgiving, all I could think about was that car. Thank you, God, for this car. I have a car. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Circumstances and stuff. And here's the problem with that is the stuff is going to change and the circumstances are going to change. But there's always a reason to be thankful. And it's not dependent upon the stuff that first comes to our minds. That stuff usually is temporary. And so for Thanksgiving this year, I want all of us, and this is really, really simple, but it's the difference between having the right heart of gratitude and a heart of gratitude that can slip and slide depending on the circumstances and the stuff. Our job is to give thanks to someone, not to something. Our job is to give thanks to someone, not to something. Isn't it true when you get something you really like, you, you, you get thankful for that thing? It's like the yams, I'm like, thank you yams. And we think about the stuff. But Thanksgiving, biblical Thanksgiving, it's not about stuff and it's not about circumstances, it's about someone. The reason that there's always, always something to be thankful for is because there's always someone to be thankful to. That no matter what is going on in your life, 
God is working things behind the scenes. And God has done something and he's blessed you. And no matter what happens, we can thank God. Thanksgiving is about someone, not something. And all of us are going to run into the trap of thanking for something. And God says, no, 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 no. I know that stuff is tough. I know that life is hard. I know that things happen that you didn't plan on. I know you don't get what you want. I know you want more. I know, I know, I know all the things that you think you're thankful for. But my job is to get you to be thankful to God who, according to Scripture, gives us every perfect gift. That anything that is worth thanking God for comes from God. So are you going to spend this Thanksgiving being thankful for stuff, being thankful for circumstances, or being thankful to someone who has done something for you that regardless of what happens should be praised? In the psalm that we looked at at the beginning of this service, it says that we can enter in to his space with thanksgiving. And I love that translation because it says the password. The password to enter is thanksgiving. You see, God says that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be holy all the time. You don't have to have everything going right for you to come into my presence. You just have to be thankful that you get to come in to my presence. And when you recognize who God is and how much he loves you, all the stuff fades away. And I got to tell you, I fall into this trap all the time. I'm thankful for something and not to someone. And all week long, you know what I've been doing? I've been looking at the stuff that normally I go, I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for my kids. I'm so thankful. Thankful for something is not enough. You got to be thankful for where they came from. They came from God. God doesn't want us to just have a thankful heart for the stuff and the circumstances. He wants us to look at him and go, God, if I didn't know you, if I didn't have you, none of this would be anything. I'm thankful that I know you. I'm thankful that you love me. I'm thankful that you sent your son down to this earth to die on the cross for me so that I can have an eternity with you. And I'm thankful that you spoke words into existence that give me tools and insights so that I can navigate through this life in a way that pleases you. I'm thankful to you, God, who can find a God that no matter what happens, deserves our praise. You will not find it anywhere but in the person of Jesus Christ. He came because he knew the things that you sometimes are thankful for are gonna turn sour, and he said, I'll never turn sour. I'll never go bad. I'll always be here. I'm always here for you. I always love you. And I want you to come to me and say, thank you, God, for the gifts. Thank you, God, for the love. Thank you, God, for the change. Thank you, Jesus, for moving into my space. We have to focus the object of our thanksgiving on a person and not our circumstances. You guys feel this? like a pin could drop in here are we thankful to God we're supposed to enter his courts with thanksgiving we enter into his presence because of who he is God has done something for you 
He loves you. He's moved towards you. And he wants to be the object of your thanksgiving. So this week, when you guys are sitting around, please take the time. I just, I just, my heart breaks that if when you go around and you say what you're thankful for, that it's about stuff and it's about circumstances. And here's the thing. I just want you to start with someone. Say, I'm thankful to God who has given me my wife. I'm thankful to God who has given me my job. I'm thankful to God who has made it so that I can go to this school. I'm thankful to God for my friend. All that stuff that you're thankful for that's good in your life came from someone. And we're going to miss it. He loves you. And you know what? If you get tricked again into being thankful for stuff and circumstances as opposed to someone, he's not going to change. He still loves you. So here's the deal. Thanksgiving. You're not really giving until you're giving up. You see, God wants us to give him thanks. He wants us to turn to him. He says you should give thanks to God in all circumstances because I am good. And your hearts and your minds are supposed to be moved around that. Now, here's the thing. Some people don't believe that God is good. And that, it's true, isn't it? And they look at bad stuff, and they look at bad circumstances, and they go, God, God must not be good. I am telling you that regardless, God is good. He is the good. The world is full of bad, and God is immovable, and he is always good, and his nature is good. And he moved towards you. He came to this earth and he died for you because he is good. And the gospel message is that we put our faith in our own life. What we do, what we say, and how good we are. And we think that that sets us up for eternal, eternal life. But the gospel message is that nothing we can do can earn favor with God. And that's bad news. But God gave himself and died on the cross for our sins so we can place our faith for eternity in what he did, not what we're doing. And if you're in here today and you don't think God is good, can I tell you that Jesus Christ came to this earth and he died on the cross for you, for you. That he came into this world to show you how much he loves you. He came into a world that has bad circumstances and has bad things going on and bad stuff, whatever it is. He came into this world to say, I'm going to be the good. I'm going to be the constant good. And I want you to remember that. And I want you to give thanks. And so if you're in here today and you have never embraced Jesus Christ and you listen to these stories, these baptism stories of people telling us that they want to follow Jesus. And you're going, maybe that's me, maybe that's me, maybe that's me. Today, you can say, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for taking my place. I put my faith in you for eternity and not in me. And regardless of everything that's going on around me, I'm going to thank you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to follow you. And you get to do that today. So I'm going to say a prayer. I'm going to say a prayer of thanksgiving to God. And then I'm going to say a prayer. And if you're in here today and you've never embraced Jesus Christ, I'm going to give you an opportunity through prayer to express in the quietness of your heart the desire to follow Jesus for the first time today. So let's pray together. Father, 
You're the king of kings. You're the Lord of lords. You have blessed us richly, not with stuff and great circumstances, but with a relationship with you. We get to enter into knowing you and following you because you made yourself available to us. You did not consider equality with God a thing to be grasped, but you lowered yourself and you came down on this earth and you walked with us and you loved us and you modeled for us and we praise you, we thank you so much, Jesus, for doing what you did. We give you thanks for being who you are. In all the relationships that break down and all the problems in this world, you never break down. You never fail. You are so good, and we thank you for it. We thank you for the countless blessings of the people in our life. And God, I thank you right now for my wife and my children, and I know that those precious gifts came from you. I thank you for them. I lift up them to you, and I thank you for them. I thank you for the opportunity to serve in this community, to love these people and have relationships. I know that these relationships come from you. I know that this job that I'm in, it comes from you. And I'm thanking you, God, you handed it to me. You gave it to me. And I am thankful to you. I praise you. I lift up you. God, you are so good. I lift up this community, all the blessings, all the things that we have, all the good that you've given to us. It all comes from your hand. Help us never to lose sight of that. Help this Thanksgiving to be more about someone than it ever has in the past. Help us not to lose sight of how much you love us. And God, right now there's people that, that don't know you and, and they're gonna enter into a relationship with you right now. And just in the quietness of your heart, if that's you and you wanna know Jesus for the first time, just say this in the quietness of your heart. God, I'm lost without you. I'm lost without you but you love me and you died on the cross for my sins and I place my trust in you, in what you've done. And I know that by confessing that you are my Lord, that I'm gonna spend eternity with you. And for that, this moment, right now, I give thanks. God, we thank you for what you've done. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you're going to do. Help us not to lose sight of how good you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Dave's gonna come and he's gonna give a couple announcements. If you embrace Christ for the first time today, please take a minute, put this phone number in your phone and text us your name in the words give up Sometime, anytime, between now and whenever, if you embrace Christ, and maybe you do this tonight when you're at home, maybe you do this over Thanksgiving, at any time, you can text your name in and the words give up, and we will get back to you. And then that leads to opportunities for baptism.